I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com jesse at jessekellyshow.com your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow. Email those in now. Um, so two communist justices on the Supreme Court. There's more than that, but Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor. Here's the thing. Liberal women are insane. And I don't say that. I'm not saying that to to just be glib for radio. They track mental health. The level of mental illness when it comes to women on the left is staggering. It's amazing how much of it there is. There's really something wrong. There's something wrong up there. And that's why when you get these people in an office environment, that's why they, they blow it up. They, they, just, they blow everything up. They can't control themselves. They're, they're nutballs. Elena Kagan and Sonia Sotomayor, they're now blasting away at each other in the Supreme Court. And of course, surprise, surprise, one of them, Elena Kagan, goes public with the argument. Because of course she went public with the argument. This is why. This is why you can't. This is why you cannot hire these women. And this is why, again, a business, large or small, man, 
You got to look past the resume. You got to look into the person you're hiring. You cannot bring these people into your office. You cannot bring them into your environment or you're bringing trouble in there. Ex-Biden nuclear official Sam Brinton arrested as a fugitive from justice for luggage theft. Now, remember, Sam Brinton, I'm not going to go into the details of all of his personal preferences. I'll put it to you that way. He's the one who wore dresses and high heels and, and just, just, I'm not, I'm just not going to go into the details of all of it. But he also, he also was a luggage thief. Not like a one time thing. Not that one time would be okay. As simply, it looks like it was just kind of what he did. He would fly places and he'd walk up the baggage claim and just grab someone else's bag, just take off with someone else's bag. Just a complete card carrying lunatic. And now, He's been arrested as a fugitive from justice for this. This wouldn't be a big deal if he was just some random dude, but this dude had a top-level security clearance in the Biden administration. This is what I mean. You hire these people. You hire these people because of their identity politics. You hired him because he was a freak. You didn't hire him because he knew anything about nuclear energy at all. You look, you said, we don't have enough freaks in my administration. Let's get some turbo freaks here. And you hired him. And now this is what happens when you prioritize things other than merit. This is why I've called it the death of everything. This is how it goes every single time. Stop hiring freaks just because they're freaks. Oh, oh, I mentioned I mentioned this a little bit earlier. It's time for me to play it for you. So Mark Milley is, you know, he was chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Now he's moving on, I'm sure, to make millions of dollars in the defense industry. So we need a new chairman of the Joint Chiefs. And we got a new chairman of the Joint Chiefs. And in case you were worried about anything improving anytime soon in the United States military, this is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs back in 2020 after St. George Floyd died. Keep in mind, this man is the top dog in the United States military. As the commander of Pacific Air Forces, a senior leader in our Air Force, and an African-American, many of you may be wondering what I'm thinking about the current events surrounding the tragic death of George Floyd. Here's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about how full I am with emotion, not just for George Floyd, but the many African-Americans that have suffered the same fate as George Floyd. I can't fix centuries of racism in our country, nor can I fix decades of discrimination that may have impacted members of our Air Force. I'm thinking about how I can make improvements personally, professionally, and institutionally so that all airmen, both today and tomorrow, appreciate the value of diversity and can serve in an environment where they can reach their full potential. I want the wisdom and knowledge to lead, participate in, and listen to necessary conversations on racism, diversity, and inclusion. We are so screwed. We are in a, we're in a bit of a bind out here. A little bit of a bind. Mike, Mississippi, go. You got to tell everybody to go check out the Facebook page on Jesse Kelly Facebook page because this stamp effort is classic. Oh. Did you have oh. too many Bud Lights when you were trying to press that first stamp in? Okay. All right. Like- All right. I need to clarify something. I'll clarify what Mike was trying to say, and it wasn't very nice. So you remember, maybe you don't remember, you probably don't remember, a little while back, a mom who loves her son emailed the show. They're, they're fans of the show. The family is. Son is a big fan. His name is Caden. Emailed the show. He had read a 100 books that year and had earned himself a gift card so he could buy whatever book he wanted 
and he was going to use that gift card to buy the anti-communist manifesto. Well, we thought, now let's just give the kid a daggone book so we can use the gift card for something else. That kid has more than earned that, right? Well, the reason I couldn't send him a book right away, it's prepped and ready to send out now, is because there's something extra we were going to do with the books that I autograph for people. We had a stamp made. <laughs> yes, in case you're wondering, it was my idea. We had a stamp made with my face on it. There's a stamp with my face on it, and it says, you're welcome. So I'm essentially going to stamp the books and say to, you know, whoever. This was, you know, to Caden, stamp the book, and then sign it. That's that's kind of how the autograph thing is going to go, which I thought was really funny. And I can't help it. I get a kick out of these things. So I get the book today because the stamp, uh, stamp finally came in. We had a stamp made. Stamp finally came in, brought the book into the studio, got the stamp ready because I need to get this book sent out to Caden. Well... I didn't know how hard you have to press the stamp on the ink pad before you press it on the book. And I didn't know how you pressed it on the book. And maybe you're sitting there saying, Jesse, don't you think maybe you should have tested that on something beforehand? Look, in hindsight, I would do a lot of things differently, okay? This time, I didn't. So I got the stamp and I got the ink pad and I, boom, I, I, stamp, I, I put it in the ink and then I stamped the book. And I didn't press hard enough on one of the two. So one of the books, one of the stamps in poor Caden's book, it's kind of really like a half stamp. Kind of, it's faded, 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 I would say. Not really there. So I had to get the ink thing done and then stamp it again on a different part of the same page so he could have a full stamp with my face on it. I, it was a mistake, okay? I even put in there, P.S., I'm sorry about the two stamps. It was the first time. It's not like it's a mistake. I'm going to happen again. What do you mean you couldn't read it, Chris? Is this another crack at my penmanship? There's nothing wrong with how I write. No, no. There's nothing wrong with how I write. I, and people tell me it looks like I'm blind. Some dude told me, what did he say today? It was really mean. Told me it looked like Michael J. Fox sounded or signed the book, which is really extra mean. Some, some guy said it looked like Stevie Wonder signed the book. That's extra mean. My handwriting's fine. I admit it's not beautiful. It's no, Chris. I admit it's not beautiful. It's 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 nothing you want to brag about, but it's not that bad. Not that bad at all. Becky Portland, go. Yes. Hi, Jesse. Uh, I wonder if you've heard who's coming across the border lately. It's not women and children. It's young men of fighting age from different countries. They're all dressed very similar, as if you know. They're they're going to. Yeah, I, I've seen this, and there are a couple things on this. One, it is very concerning that we have a bunch of military age Chinese males coming across the border. We have a bunch of military age terrorists coming across the border. They just caught another one on the terrorist watch list. Most of the people coming from Central and South America are military aged men. Now, okay, that is concerning. I understand your concern. I echo your concerns. If China wanted to get 2,000 saboteurs with training into the United States of America, it would not be difficult right now, and that's a big deal. Think about the kind of damage people like that could do if they could, if they had spots where they could get the supplies they needed and they could bounce around the country and attack various important things to us, water supply, trains, things like things that things that make America go. So I am concerned about that. I am not dismissing your concerns at all. I share your concerns. That being said, 
Have you you've heard of the Idaho potato famine, right? Idaho, the Irish potato famine. I, I think Idaho's doing fine. As soon as I thought potatoes, I thought about Idaho. Shut up, Chris. The Irish potato famine. You know what it is, I'm assuming, in case you don't. There's a long, complicated history. I'll tell you what. We'll do a little mini Irish potato famine thing because it's going to tie back to immigration here in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's get to your precious metals that you already have, right? Remember all that Great Depression stuff we've been talking about? The world moving off of the dollar? What do you think can save us? What can you do? You think the politician's going to save us? You have to save yourself. Get gold and silver coins in your physical possession. Oxford Gold will mail them to you. You have to get them in your 401k and IRA. This provides a protection, a level of protection in there. Because when that bubble goes pop... And everything starts to go fall apart on us here. You can't lose your retirement. Unless you feel like going back to work at 75 or 80. Oxford Gold handles all this, and they do it in such a chill way. I love them. Call them. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. All right? We'll be back. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We will get back to some emails, maybe a couple more calls. 877-377-4373. Let's talk about a little Irish potato famine first. Not Idaho. Irish. I said Idaho last segment. All right. So this is just a real brief one. All right. Real, real brief. Ireland, the history between Ireland and England is a, a, a rocky one, to put it very, very mildly. But the mid-1800s, 1840s, there had been many reforms put on Ireland by England. A, a bunch of wealthy English guys owned huge portions of Ireland. They really controlled huge portions of Ireland. I'm doing the best I can to keep this simple, and I'm doing the best I can because I, I really am not a super expert on the subject. I just know a bit about a bit on it. They wanted Ireland because these people were – they didn't own Ireland just for funsies. They weren't interested in the beer. They wanted to figure out how to make money off of it. So they started putting in reforms. Long story short, Ireland became a place extremely reliant on the potato. Potatoes provide a tremendous amount of nutrition for people. It was something that if you were one of those subsistence subsistence farmers there, you could live on it. Your whole family could live on it. You could make a lot of things with it. You can live very healthily. A lot of people required the potato. Then, I forget what exactly it was called, some form of pestilence came down for the potato. And it was, it was think, of, think how creepy this is. It came down in some places overnight. Stories of farmers having a potato crop in the ground and ready to go. And then something came in that night and they woke up that morning and went out and the potatoes were apparently so bad. It it, it killed everything so badly that you couldn't feed the potatoes to the dogs. It was that bad. And... This obviously created a massive problem. And I don't want to act like England didn't do anything to try to help. Did they do some really bad things, though? Yeah, they really did. They really did. They kept exporting. Remember, during this time, during the Idaho, uh, Idaho, during the Irish potato famine, people were dying. 
families, entire families are dying. And like we talked about earlier when we were talking about something else, when you starve, everything seems to compound on itself. Disease sets in because your body doesn't have the nutrition, the calories it needs to keep your immune system up to stuff. So all of a sudden you've got cholera, you've got typhoid coming through. Whole families are dying of disease and starvation. It's really bad. And during this time, Ireland was a net exporter of food. They were still exporting mass tons of food. The cattle, the beef industry was big. And, okay, either way, long story short, it was really, really bad. So many Irish wanted to leave. Many Irish had to leave. They even did things during this time where if you were a landlord and you had these subsistence farmers on your land, that you could make the decision if you wanted to, to say, hey, uh, I don't want you here anymore. I want to start raising cattle or I want to do this or something like that differently. And you call in the cops and the cops would show up at your home. Farmers with families, wives, kids, cops would show up at your home with, with, with shovels and crowbars and tear down your house. Just kick you out and tear down your house. There were people in Ireland living, whole families living in underpasses, living under bridges and stuff like that. It was that bad. So we're talking epic. And the, the population of Ireland at about the beginning of this whole thing was about 8 million people. Do keep in mind, because of the losses, the deaths, and the people who left, which I'm about to get into, Ireland's population is still not what it was before the potato famine. The mid-1800s, they still have not recovered. Still. That's how bad it was. It was devastating for Irish culture, for the Irish nation. Anyway, uh, people started to leave Ireland in droves. Droves. Well, again, the Ireland England connection is a is a tense one, and I'm not, I'm not invested in it. I don't care. I'm sure I'll have a bunch of emails about it tomorrow, but it is a tense one to put it mildly. They didn't want to go to England. Most of them would not go to England. Nah, I'll go anywhere else. So they started going to North America. I say North America, not just the United States, because they started going to the United States. But then at some point in time, because we were still a sane nation that cared about ourselves back then, we cut it off and said, okay, we got to stop. We can't, can't take all of you. So then they started going into Canada after that. Anyway, the reason I brought all this up is she brought up military age males being the ones who are coming into the country. The Irish potato famine was pretty unique. One of the things that was unique about it was this. There were tons of women and children who immigrated. Normally, the normal state of affairs throughout history, when there's a mass migration of people, for whatever reason, is it's military age, young men who do the migrating. In general, they're looking for a new way to earn a living. Oftentimes, for a family they have back home. The women and children hunker down, the men come in. You see this in the, look, we have people who listen all over the country. You see this in the agricultural industry in America where there are legal immigrants who come in to help farmers work the fields and, and do things like that. And I got really familiar with these guys when I was out in California doing construction. We would just end up hanging out with these guys, not the illegals or not the, not the immigrants, the farmer types. And they would simply tell you, look, these guys will come in and they all have wives and kids back home. They come in and they work for a month. They work for two months and they don't spend a dime. They don't spend a dime. They take every penny they have and they send it back home to the wife and kids. That's why it ends up 
the way it ends up. So I said that not because I'm not alarmed about the military age males coming into the country. I am also understand though, that is the common, that's commonly how it's gone throughout history. When there's a mass migration, it's generally the males. The Irish one just happened to be a little bit different. 877-377-4373. CDC has a new warning for us, and you better buckle up and get ready for this warning before we get to that. It has been suggested to me that the stamp I screwed up on the book the first time, that I didn't press hard enough, and that I need to get on a male vitality stack from chalk. No, I'm not limp-wristed, Chris. One, that's you guys being mean and Chris being mean. I've been on a male vitality stack for over a year, I'll have you know. So I don't need a 20% increase in my testosterone in 90 days. I've got testosterone coming out of my ears. I probably had too much testosterone to work the stamp. There's a male vitality stack for chalk. Promo code is JESSE, keep in mind. That gets you 35% off subscriptions. Male vitality stack. Female vitality stack for the ladies. Check out the chalk lit powder. Great for pouring in your smoothies in the morning. Pack your day. Start off your day with vitamins, minerals, ready to go. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE is how you get the 35% off subscriptions. All right? Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. All right. 877-377-4373. Hang on. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and someone has a correction for me. I guess I screwed something up or cleared something up for me. John, Colorado, go. I believe the terminology is blight, potato blight, if I remember right. I think that sounds right, Blythe, B-L-I-T-H-E. I said I forget what it was. Some I think it was bacterial. Don't 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 quote me on that. What what killed those potatoes in Ireland? And it wasn't it wasn't a one year thing. The problem was they they could have they could have withstood a year. It kept happening. It was four, five years. It just the, the crops kept dying. It was it's a really, really sad thing. It's extremely sad. A million people dead. Plus, they think, keep in mind, no one knows. So many people died. No one knows. It's just a, it's a one of those things people don't talk about. It's really it's really pretty awful. All right, now I need to do a couple of things first, and we'll get back to some of these uh, calls and stuff like that. People say people think that I'm that I'm too uh, uh, brutal, and people think that because I'm a Marine that I'm too hard on the other services that one, that I'm always giving the other services crap. Okay, well listen. I'm about to do another service a solid just to prove to you how much the other lesser services mean to me. Navy, all you guys in the Navy, you paying attention? This is important, right? To pay attention. The CDC is warning that monkeypox might come back this summer. What, Chris? I'm giving them a heads up. Anyway, the CDC has warned that monkeypox is coming back so all you guys in the Navy, I just want to make sure you're uh, being safe out there. All right. Keep it safe. Just a little PSA from me to you. Marcus in Colorado. Go. Hey, Jesse. Uh, just wanted to say uh, that my son, 15 years old, uh, takes 11, uh, takes care of 11 properties in his neighborhood. Uh, lawn mowing, maybe that could be inspirational for your kids. Man, that's sweet. That must be a proud father. We've got some of those kids like that in my neighborhood. I'll tell you something else the kids did locally, not my kids, uh, but some kids locally came up with this genius idea. It's something you wouldn't think of. 
You know how you have number, your home has a number, your home, your address has a number and everyone's number fades after like six months. It just, it just does. They were going around and I forget what they were. It wasn't much. It was like 20 bucks, 20, 30 bucks. They were just going around knocking on doors. These dudes and high, high school dudes going around knocking on doors. They were raising money for some trip they were doing and they would repaint your numbers on and they had a couple different design options. Nothing, oh, nothing fancy, nothing that involved anything but a stencil. They just throw the stencil on there and psh, and spray it on there and you have a brand new good looking number out in front of your home. It did it. It, it. it had some curb appeal. So you young folks, you young men, you young ladies, I don't know. Make sure you talk to your parents. I don't know if you want young ladies going door to door. I don't know how to raise women. Okay, I don't have any daughters. But either way, you young people out there looking to make some scratch for, for a good way, you can get some hard work in, get some exercise in, make some extra extra money. If you talk to your parents, that might be something that 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 would be a good idea. That might be something that would be a very good idea, something to think about. Claire, Delaware, go. I'm calling about the uh, four whistleblowers. I think it's horrific that good Americans, like the people listening to your show, we can't just let those people drop. If they have done what they've done and let that one family stranded like that. I think a GoFundMe page should be started. We've set uh, a goal okay. of eight million. We give each of them two million. They could live off the interest, and then maybe when they clean that rat's nest out, we got four good people that may be good to head up that place. Uh, I love your heart. I, a couple things on this. One, uh, this is this is not dogging on you because you got a good heart and you're in the right place. Remember this: GoFundMe is an evil company an evil communist company. If you ever want to set up these crowdfunding things, use Give, Send, Go. Give, Send, Go. It's essentially GoFundMe, only for people like us. So don't use GoFundMe, all right? As far as helping these whistleblowers out, I love where your heart's at. I love you guys so much. I will tell you that uh, we have already lined something up for some of these guys when they've reached out getting them set up with other things and making sure they, they, they can earn a living for their families and things like that. We're already working on that stuff. Uh, when I heard this Garrett O'Boyle's testimony today, I had the exact same feeling Claire did. We need to do something for this Safeguards guy. currently in place at the FBI are clearly inadequate and must be reworked to protect whistleblowers and others who are inappropriately targeted. The FBI can extract whatever they want from me. I'm willing to bear that burden. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. <clears throat> they refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. <clears throat> All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying. And I'll never forget my oath. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm during the break here. I, I'm, I'll send a text message. I'll I'll see what we can do. Okay. I'll see if there's something we can do. If there's something we can do, I will let you know. 
It's something I'll try to handle on my own. Uh, if I need your help, you know, I'll ask for your help. Uh, that's all there's to it. But it, we'll we'll try. Man, that's just gosh, that's freaking horrible. It's horrible. Jane in New York, go. Hey, uh, I, first of all, I just I want to thank you for sharing their stories. Um, I grew up in Florida in a very way to the left political family. I too had. Um, my father taken away from me when I was seven years old, and my brother, and we were left homeless. And Ugh. I have become in this world, I, I feel terrible for these people, and I will fight for these people until the day I die. But we all listening have to be strong and realize that these idiots cannot take us down that we are stronger than they are, and we will win no matter what. Amen. Amen. We will win. It will take us a long time. We have a million battles to fight between now and that day, and we're going to win some of those battles, and we're going to lose some of those battles. In the end, we will win. All right? All right. Florida officially banned the mutilation of minors, so... As red states continue to do this, just keep in mind, blue states are going to continue going the opposite direction. And this is why I've been warning you over and over and over again that you need to get out if you can while you can. All right? All right. Let's get to some more emails. Don't forget tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Don't forget about your dog. Your dog's important. Your dog needs nutrition. When we talk about testosterone levels and vitamins and minerals and stuff for ours for ourselves, uh, dogs are living things too. Dogs are alive. Dogs need help, especially as they get older. But if you start them on rough greens early. You know, well, look at this testimonial. Our elderly dog doesn't eat much because he's a picky eater. We've begun cooking for him to help boost appetite, but Rough Greens has made all the difference. Before it, he was sluggish and appeared to be depressed, staying on the bed sleeping all day. Once we started adding Rough Greens to his food, he has more energy and actually gets up during the day to explore the house and yard. Your product has returned our dog to better health and given him a new lease on life. There, I could, I could sit and read these for you all night long. Man, watch your dog come alive. Watch his coat get better. His digestive issues get better. Watch your old dog get years younger in front of your eyes. Give your dog nutrition. Pour it on their food. It's a nutritional supplement. Free Jumpstart trial bags. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. All right? Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. Or you can call them 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And I have to tell you, there are some hurtful comments coming in after after I announced that the book tour would be in Houston and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania and Tampa. People are making fun of me saying Houston, because that's where I live, doesn't count as being part of a book tour. Yeah, it does. If you're there at some bookstore meeting people and stamping it with that beautiful face of mine and my face stamp and talking to people, that counts as a book tour, okay? I don't have to fly everywhere just to have it be a book tour. 
Hey, who's paying for all these flights anyway, Chris? Do we know? I don't have to pay for all this, do I? That would suck. Uh, we know you're not paying. Like everyone's well aware you're not paying. I hope, I hope I don't have to pay for any of it. I still can't believe. Oh, oh, Dan Bishop today again. Dan Bishop was talking. Uh, Chris, I I sent you that clip. Dan Bishop, one of the great congressmen out there. I actually think he's going to move on and be an AG, which is awesome, but also crappy. We need him in Congress, but we need him more as AG. Anyway, Dan Bishop, are you a B of A customer? If you're a Bank of America customer, you might want to pay attention to the blatant violation of rights that you apparently B of A is totally okay with. Listen to this exchange from today. And I think Americans need to hear it because there are other glimpses of just how the victimization is going on and how it's victimization at scale. This is one fact that struck me. The Bank of America records, the story that Bank of America turned over the credit card transactions, whether for an aircraft or a lodging or the purchase of a cup of coffee, for everyone who decided to come to Washington, to be in Washington area, the Northern Virginia area. That's one of the things that you asked questions about. There are victims all over the place. All of the people who suffered when the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security got involved in censorship with social media platforms, millions and millions of tweets and narratives being taken down. That is victimization at scale. It must be resolved. And the fact that those who profess to be most concerned about victimization yeah, we, of people yeah, we got. by law. B of A, if you went and bought a cup of coffee in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, remember going to Washington, D.C. on January 6th was not a crime. You're allowed to go protest. You're allowed to go have your voice heard. Just being in the area was no crime. B of A took all your information and they handed it to the FBI. Is that not frightening? Is that not frightening levels of abuse, the link between corporate America and the FBI? And that, this is why I call it the system. All these people work together at all times. It's freaking frightening. That's okay. Don't worry. They're getting things squared away at the DOJ. They're going to commemorate George Floyd's death by announcing new law enforcement policy. And what's the new law enforcement policy? Well, they're no longer going to use race or nationality or national origin or religion or anything like that to track those kinds of things or track down criminals. Essentially, profiling, which is effective, they're going to get rid of that because if you do it, you end up with some uncomfortable numbers that make people uncomfortable, so they're just getting rid of it. This is, uh, hey, well, this is communism. Shogun! There's a young man at my place of work who recently told me he thought communism was the preferred method of government. We've been work friends for a while, so I decided to guide him in the right direction instead of going full nuclear on him. I asked him if he's ever heard of the Holodomor. Did he know about the Uyghurs in China? Has he noticed that communist leaders live in palaces while their people live in squalor? I really feel like I'm turning him around. He's a smart kid, but he's just been listening to the wrong people with no opposing opinions pointing him in the right direction. The capstone of my project will be handing in my second copy of the anti-communist manifesto I purchased last night. <laughs> Available at jessekellybook.com. <laughs> he says Semper Fi, his name is Matt. Dude, if that book, if it, if it doesn't even sell, if it turns one communist into a normal human being again, 
That's a win in my mind. That is a that's a W. You know it's a W for you. Emailing in your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow. All three hours belong to you. Whatever you email in right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. There won't be phone calls again. That that's something that will probably never happen again on Friday ever. That's it's that that got ruined. It got ruined very early. You know what else you can do? Go give something to preborn tonight. Save a life tonight. There are lives out there at stake. As we speak, as you're listening to the sound of my voice, there's a young lady. She's seeking out an abortion. She wants one. She thinks it's a clump of cells. She's scared. She's confused. Maybe her boyfriend's telling her to get it. Maybe her parents telling her to get it. And she's just she's just going to go do it. It's no big deal. It's just a clump of cells, right? What's the big deal? And preborn is going to, Lord willing, find her first and just offer her a free ultrasound. And she lays down and she hears that heartbeat. And like that, it's magical. It goes from being a clump of cells to her baby. And she becomes a mother. And she chooses life the overwhelming majority of the time. It's just the most blessed thing we will ever do on this show. 28 bucks is what that ultrasound costs. Go to preborn.com slash jesse. Save one life tonight. You can give 140 and save five of them if you're ambitious. Preborn.com slash jesse. All right? Sponsored by Preborn. All right. Let's... uh. Do some headlines. And now, here's a headline. By go, you know the you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Google, Meta, Amazon hire low-paid foreign workers after U.S. layoffs. That's another thing about the tragedy that's coming with all these companies axing all these employees. Americans are going to be sitting there out of work, and these big corporations are just going to bring in all these foreign workers for half the price while Americans are suffering. It's just these things get. These economic downturns get so bad because like everything else, like everything else we talked about tonight, everything kind of snowballs, just compounds on itself. IG report reveals criminal corruption by U.S. attorney in Massachusetts. Garland declines to prosecute a U.S. attorney. Her name's Rachel Rollins. She broke the law. She took private information and she gave it out to the media to affect an election, a primary election. That's a that's a crime, especially as U.S. attorney. But It doesn't matter when you own everything, when you own the justice system, and when you're a communist with no scruples whatsoever, because Garland just looked and said, oh, yeah, we're not prosecuting. This lady's going to go from right from being a criminal U.S. attorney, she resigned, to being a millionaire. She'll walk into one of these fancy schmancy law firms, Kelly and Kelly. I'm sure that's what, Chris? I'm sure that's one of them. And she's going to end up making a fortune. Actually, it's probably more likely Chris and Chris. Davos on steroids. Ultra-secret Bilderberg meetings commence in Portugal. The Bilderberg Group is one of these things you always hear about from people. Hey, you know about the Bilderberg Group and the Bilderberg Group? And you kind of roll your eyes and dismiss these things sometimes. But the Bilderberg Group is really real. It's the CEOs and all these leaders, all these elites. They meet together and they just start discussing, hey, how much should we wreck the world? In a historic step, strippers in an L.A. bar are poised to unionize. Look at Hunter Biden out there spreading the good news. Target expects organized retail crime-fueled losses to jump by $500 million this year. That's actually great news considering Target is an evil organization that sells chest binders to teenage girls. That's sweet. I hope it's $500 I hope it's 500 billion. Although they probably don't make $500 billion, so that, did, 
that didn't end up working at all. Anyway, email your questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We will take all three hours and we will do your questions with it. Don't forget, you can pre-order the Anti-Communist Manifesto at jessekellybook.com, Chris. And if you get two of them, fill out the form so you get a pin, an AC pin, all right? That's all. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.